Are you looking for that perfect piece to be the focal point of your fan cave or something that will light up your office? Fly the Wood Designs creates unique custom made to order lighted wood pieces to highlight your favorite team, company logo, or whatever you're looking for. One client said they took my logo and made it better. Easily work with them and create exactly what you envision or give them artistic freedom to create something incredible. Many of these attention-grabbing pieces are displayed in spaces of Cubs players, businesses, and corporate offices. Find Fly the Wood Designs on social at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also contact the wood artist, Bill Watts, at woodflags1 at gmail.com. Fly the Wood, Fan Cave Bar and Home Decor. And the Club 400 podcast is on the air. William, one and a half games out. Can you believe it, my friend? I cannot. Amazing. Amazing. It I is. apologize to Cub Nation. All you guys out there, we said sell. Now we're going to the playoffs. I mean, if unless we bye, severely take bye, it. Bye. Bye. Jesus. Are they going to win tomorrow night? Assad's going to pitch Thursday, September 7th, and they're going to win, and they're going to be one game out. And guess what I believe? I believe the Cubs will be in first place. After Justin P- Steele pitches on Saturday. That's my prediction. I'm, Justin, going, I'm going hardcore with this prediction, man. Justin Cy Young Steele. Well, who said that first, by the way? I think it was me. But you was it you? It was I, you? Well, I had the mic, right? No. So I, I said it in public. I, I said it to you, planted it in your head, and then you've been saying it too. But, you know. Impossible. What, no, no. We, we were, we're, Justin Steele comes out my house, April 6th, 7th. I, I said here. with the mic, your future Cy Young yeah, Award winner. I I'm going to go get Sam to dig up the tape on yeah, that. Yeah, well, I'll need, to, I'll need to hear the tape on that. But we were at your condo when I proclaimed it. I think it was like a week maybe after that or something when we saw him pitch. I said he's going to win the signing this year. and You agreed, though. I mean, I'll give it to you. We were... Let's just put it this way. Group. Can we agree on something? We yes. both were in on it, on him winning the Cy Young early. Probably earlier than most. And, you know, what an unbelievable year. 16 wins. Has a possibility to get 20 wins. I know. You know, a lot of things got to go right. To get that many wins, you know, the, the, the win statistic is overrated, in my opinion. Yeah, I totally agree, but yeah. the, it's the ERA and WHIP numbers that are like, what? They're off the yeah. charts. But uh, the, you know what? This is all fun and a big deal and stuff. But we don't talk about baseball on the podcast, William. You're breaking. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna change the subject right here on a dime, and this is not probably a good transition. But here's the thing: everybody out there who's listening should be uber jealous right now. Because I am with you the last hours of you being in your 40s. Yeah. Now, we don't typically like to share, like, what day we do this. Because these are timeless. Just like you. Timeless. Timeless. (laughs) 
But uh, I mean, they were timeless. I don't know if they're timeless anymore. They're kind of timeless. But I mean, we, we specifically put this out because we yeah. want everybody driving in tomorrow night to listen to the podcast. That's right. Exactly. And by the way, William, I'm not cutting you off here, but I'm going to let you say your thing. And, you know, William decided not to drink tonight. I don't know. I mean, I guess you're planning on doing some drinking tomorrow. Is that the case? I will be drinking tomorrow, <laughs> yes. And I'm I'm in between drinks, let's just say. So I am drinking tonight, and yeah. I have, I, I wanted to do this on air. Uh, as many people know, I'm a big Jägermeister guy. Right. But I, I finished, I started out doing Jäger bombs. Yeah. Bob Nolan got me in the Jäger bombs, I think. He's no longer with us. I love Bob Nolan. I'm glad I mentioned his name on this episode. But yeah, he, we used to do Jaeger bombs all the time. So I poured, and I haven't done a lot of Jägermeisters. Anybody that hangs out with me, Jaeger bombs, I should say, knows yeah. I kind of quit doing that. Right. It's not good for you. Are you back? And I'm 50 years old now. Are you back? Well, I'm 49 still. But. Right. So I'm going to do my last shot. Thanks um, to you not oh. doing it, William. Almost spilled it all over your Mac computer. I yeah, did, though. Right. A little bit, but you missed the computer. Right. Here's the question I have for you. I'm going to do this shot right now for you, buddy. All right. I'm. It's a honker, by the way. This is a lot of lot of uh, Jaeger in this one. All right. Um, as you're doing this shot, I'm kind of guessing you're not going to go down the same path I went down on my 50th birthday, which was I made the decision to give up one shot per year. What do you mean? One type of shot? One type of shot, and that means I'm never doing it again. Do you just start the ones you don't like? Yeah, like I, tequila was my first one, which I never would have done anyway. I'm not a tequila guy. No? Although I broke that rule once at Aiden's, but that's neither here nor there. Who's Aiden, you say? Yeah, who's Aiden? I think um, it's 1050 Waveland Avenue. I think he's got this. Wrigley View Rooftop is a unique event venue that is located in the heart of Wrigleyville. As an official Chicago Cubs rooftop partner, the venue is adjacent to the historic Wrigley Field Stadium and just steps beyond the left field ivy. Established in 2000, Wrigley View Rooftop recently underwent an extensive renovation that combines state-of-the-art stadium-style design and seating with a warm, hospitable, guest-friendly environment and a spectacular view. From Cubs games to concerts, Wrigley View Rooftop brings you the best experience available at Wrigley Field. Wrigley View Rooftop is located at 1050 West Waveland Avenue. For information about events, check out their website at WrigleyView.com or call 773-362-1050. Great for concerts, too. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I, gave up, I give up a shot a year now. For, for one, you will find this out beginning tomorrow. It's definitely harder to recover once you turn 50. I mean, from a big night. So you're saying like tomorrow night. I'm telling you, Friday. It's going to make are, a difference. Are you going to the game Friday? I'm going to go to all of them. Yeah, you're going to struggle. I'm going Friday. You're, you're going to struggle. You're talking to a champion over here. I pal. know. I'm just telling you. Are you saying all of a sudden my body is going to change and I'm not going to be able to you know how, have worse hangovers all of a sudden? You know how none of the <laughs> running backs are getting paid in the NFL this year? Because they fall off the cliff at 39 or at, at 29. Once you hit 30, usually you can't name a running back lately that played into their thirties and has done any good. How'd you do on your uh, fantasy pick? What, I mean, I don't do it anymore. I quit. I did. Okay. I don't have enough time. Yeah. I hear you. And I suck. Yeah. I mean, it's just for fun though. Just, I, I always feel obligated to, you know, play at a hundred percent. And sometimes I don't make my substitutions or whatever else and screw other people. Yeah. If I'm don't. not going to give it a hundred percent, I ain't doing it. 
you don't want to be doing that, but uh, so. no, it's all good. I used to do fantasy baseball too, but I really, you know, obviously we have a lot to go over tonight, but, you know, we thought about, you know, we're going to say it here for the first time ever of we want to do the Madden recap and so many people want to know how much we raised and uh including me yeah including you so um i will say this first of all thank you special olympics illinois david breen jennifer kelso brian weymouth for actually coming out and having one of our best club 400 parties ever would you agree william i would totally agree on from an execution standpoint it was the best of all that i've been to i missed a couple of the early ones but it was the best executed party for sure um you always give a shout-out to your volunteers. You had a great volunteer group that night, which made a huge difference. But just the layout, the everything. I mean, there was so few. People don't know. There's usually hundreds of problems behind the scenes. Well, there were some. There were few. There's but none visible. There's all, there are always going to be few. Right. But yeah. if you can hide them, bury them a little bit while the yeah. thing's going on. And we, we, we made, um, you know, and that's part of the thing. When you're a small organization like us, you know, you can't, like, close out at the very end because you have to make sure, A, that you collect all the money and that you have to make sure all your bills are paid. And you got to have everything. You have you have to make sure you have everything because let's say I say, we're going to give you this X and much amount. And now, oh, I forgot about that coming through. I forgot about – now you're broke, you know, because right. we actually do give away every dollar we make. It's back to the charity. And, you know, I had talked about it for a while. I had said that we were going to break the record, and we did break the record. That's the first big news of the night. So that will tease you with that. Um, Joe Madden was, I'll tell you what, I did get, I did get one. I shouldn't even talk about this on the podcast, but I am because it's my birthday and I can, William. It's your birthday. Go ahead. There was one complaint from, from special, Joe? From Special Olympics. Oh, okay. Joe loved it, dude. And by the way, everybody was at that party. Joe said he'll come back anytime, any place, any day, you name it. He loved all you guys. He said it was a great unbelievable group of people they contact them you know special olympics contact them the next morning and said hey how you doing i hope that was okay you know you know they're bringing him in this situation so they want to look good too right and i'll tell you what we made him we made special olympics look good yeah. joe was great i tell you what i want to thank all our great guys fly of the wood matt Cameron, austin plock dan st Clair. i don't want to leave anybody out you're Bob probably Bushman, you're, uh, you're probably gonna that's the patty our embroidery lady i mean all these guys came so over here many, so many people stepped up man we just great. mailed the madden stuff out yeah by the way i he said that he bought a uh fire station and all this stuff's gonna go in his new fire station oh cool i don't know if it's a i'm not i'm assuming it's not a working fire station right where, it's just an old building that was a fire station where is that at? um what you know state? what it's Ro- in pennsylvania road trip yep road trip I wish it was a road trip because it would have saved me $700 on shipping, William. Yeah, no doubt. Jesus, it was over $700 to ship all that stuff. It's out of my kitchen. It's off my table. I'm very happy about it. It's good. You need some space for tomorrow. Madden broke the record that night, too. Yeah, did he? He signed the wall four times. Oh, so so he broke two records. Well, he signed the marquee in the upstairs bedroom. Okay. And then, you know, that bedroom was my mom's bedroom for a long time. So a lot of autographs say, to Sue or to mom or whatever. Now my mom's got her place in Del Webb, so now we kind of made it Lauren's bedroom. So, uh, and we kind of made a mistake because Justin Steele, I know, is signed it to Lauren, but we made—I mean, I thought it was the first time we had somebody sign it to Lauren. So we said, "Hey, Joe, we're switching this over," but we did actually do that without me remembering it. Um, so he signed uh, everyone as original. I think that was what he wrote. Really cool. Yeah. And then uh, he came down. 
And I gave him the spot, William. I gave him the magical, magical spot that I've been saving for someone special. And that is the spot when you walk down the Club 400, you immediately see a big display case. And you see the Club 400 in yellow. And on the left side, Anthony Rizzo signed it. Rizzo approved, and he signed his signature. So, I'm not going to lie. That space was signed for either Joe Madden, Eddie Vedder, and um, I, I actually would have let Theo sign there too. So, being that Joe was the first guy that made it over here, he was the manager. He signed it. Uh, Madden approved, signed his signature. 2016 World Series champs. We did not suck. He did a great job on the autograph. I'm really proud of it. I'm happy was, I had him sign it there. That's cool. So we got uh, Rizzo on one side, man on the other. But yeah, no, I took him around the basement. I got to give him a tour, and he was amazed. He was actually, I, he f actually, I felt the same way he did. And we got to talk about this a little bit. Two days later, when I got to go to a party and relax at John Evans' house in Lafayette, Indiana. Yeah. What about that place? Wow. That's a whole other topic, but I'm going to, so Madden comes in here. We'll rock on. He's like, I just, there's too much here. I can't take it in, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, you know, this is my place. I can take it in. You know, I never felt, I didn't know what he felt like till I went to John Evans' house yeah. when he had his, uh, Megan and him had his 40th birthday. They showed their house and their man cave for the first time. And it is truly unbelievable. I mean, the amount of items he has in there blew my, blew my mind. Well, the whole house too. Yeah. Oh, no. His kitchen's a, Cubs. He's the, got a Cubs Pearl Jam room. The dining room is all the posters at, at from, Wrigley Field. Right, from when Pearl Jam played there. Yeah. And he's got the one huge-ass one, too. Yeah. But I know. I think that's... I mean, he did find the perfect wife, didn't he? I mean, anybody that lets you do that, yeah, that is perfect. And then I felt like, you know, we want, so we drove all the way out there. William, you drove down with Lisa, Tommy Skinner, and Lauren, and uh, I drove down with Weeds. And yeah, you pull in, he's got a huge, we're going to basically, I mean, with John's permission, obviously. Which he already said. Yeah, we're going to have a Club 400 party out in Lafayette, Indiana. We're going to bring a player or players out there, and we're going to have, like, it's got this, it's like a playground. We can do it's whatever like we want out there. massive space yeah. he's got going and He's on. got a pool in the backyard. He's I got mean, a beautiful cabana. I'm not, I am not a camper. I'm not an outdoor sleeper in any way, shape, or form. I would camp there. I would camp there, too. I'd probably sleep. And he had nice bathrooms you rented? Right. I'd probably sleep in a chair, but I would camp there for sure. But, yeah, that was glorious. That was and I'll tell you day. what. The fact that, you know, I inspired him. I mean, he's, <laughs> I saw stuff that I've never seen before. There's, like, five items that he has that I want. He's costing me money by going over there. <laughs> like, there's this Foku well, Harry Carey bo bobblehead statue guy. I mean, I saw that. I've never seen that before. It's, I got to find one of those. If anybody in Club 400 sees it, it's not even a bobblehead. It's a Harry Carey statue Foku. And it's like, I don't know. I'd say it's a f foot. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. I'll pay cool. for it, right? It's if anybody cool. has one out there or knows someone that has one, I want that. I love, too, how he was in a bunch of bidding wars with other people, even with Crawley, who was there, too. You know, they all run into, you know, bidding against him on stuff. And oh. those stories were hilarious. So I'm glad we, I'm glad we interweave John and Megan, but we got to weave yeah. out because we're going off track. Like, yeah, we get a lot back. of people argue. I was like, Stu, you guys get off track. But, you know, there's stories within stories, right? right. William, that's life, right? And people tell me it's my job to get you back on track. And you just got us back. See, I'm trying to stay on track. We got I a lot of stuff to go out. over. I think as you're aging, you're, you're starting to realize you need to stay on track more. I like that. That's good. But I, I will say this, and th I, I will finish the whole John Evans thing. Between Crawley, John Evans, and me, and the Castillos, no one. 
You put those. You put us together. No one will top us ever, no. ever. I think that would be. Impossible. We are the best man caves impossible. around. And you know what, Rob? You could probably maybe throw Tom Warman into that mix. Oh no, we put Tom in there. Like, see, yeah. I mean, Tom doesn't really have a man cave. Man cave. No, I'm saying but, with his oh stuff, his stuff with his stuff. And that's the thing with Rob too. Rob has a man cave, but it's an older house, and he has just too much stuff, and it's not big enough. And he has a room that you walk into, and it just smells like old. Bats. It's unbelievable. Right. But anyways, all right, back to, so I, unbelievable. The, the, back. What I'm saying is the amount of people we have in Club 400 and what these people, have, we have a great group of people. Oh, yeah. So we're walking around the man gave it, man, and he's overwhelmed, and, you know, he couldn't believe that we had an organ here, and uh, he couldn't believe it, the story about uh, how much money we raised. And, uh, yeah, you know what? He, I'll tell you what. The, did, I, did I say with the, now I'm getting back on track. The only complaint with Special Olympics was? No. Okay. Stu, we have one complaint. Your mother kissed Joe Madden on the lips twice. Now, after the first time, we wondered... Uh, I don't, don't want to be making fun of Special Olympics by saying that voice, but after the first time, we're like, what are we going to do? It is Stu's mom, you know? We let it go. Joe didn't pull away. <laughs> My mom was excited to see Joe Madden. I don't know. She did something to him. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the picture that we posted... She's got her arm all around him. But uh, Joe Madden, was, uh, he was unbelievable. I mean, William, what did you think of him? I thought, you know what, of all the guests you have, you know, the one thing that's stuck out to me is he acted like he really felt a part of what's going on. Like you could tell he was like pro- – and I, I don't know. I'm not sure if you've said this on the thing, but I think everybody knows. He did not charge you to come here. He did not charge it. And that's why we broke the record, guys. Yeah, and I mean, but that's that's – a pretty freaking big deal because that's huge. These guys don't do stuff without charging people, but he is very involved with Special Olympics, and so that worked out great. Um, but he acted while he was here like he was part of this whole thing. Like yeah. you said, I think he did the walkthrough initially. He was overwhelmed, but very quickly after, like during the picture line and stuff like that, I think he really like. I would not. Say, he said, "I'll come back anytime, any any date, whatever like that." He would. I, I mean, think. I, I think he I will think he's for sure. Genuine. No, I think he's that. genuine, and I told him, you know, secret behind the scenes stuff. When I walked him out, I said, "Joe, you know, I'm a big fan, but I'm also a businessman. You ever need anything, you let me know." Because I'd work with Joe Man anytime. I mean, obviously, he'll probably. I mean, you never know what happens in baseball. He could easily return uh, some coaching position or he maybe kinda, manager. Yeah, he I wants think, to come back. Oh, does he? Oh, he wants to come back. He wants to manage, and he wants to come back to the Cubs organization. Hmm. I don't think the Cubs are. You know, Joe Man's ready for the Cubs, but I know the uh, Cubs aren't ready for Joe Man. Not ready yet. I, I don't know what reason. I kind of felt like I'm surprised to hear that he, he, you said he wants to come back. I didn't obviously ask. Him and I, I'm just whatever. saying, I, I think you'd want to come back to be like. You know, throughout the first pitch and oh, you know, yeah, be a yeah, part yeah, of the yeah, Cubs yeah. family. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you might come back to manage again. And I just, I, he kind of feel, I got the sense he's way more comfortable now. Like in, I don't know if he'll call it retirement, but he's obviously not working in baseball right now. And he just, he seemed like we, we saw him at, um, was it John Lester's party or Rizzo? Yeah. Something like that. And um, he, he, you know, didn't have a lot of time to converse with fans or anything like right. that. He just seemed very managerial. Whereas here, he just seemed like a person. And he did, he did come with an, uh, a new girlfriend, too. Right, yeah. And no, maybe that has too. something to do with it. Maybe, you know. Maybe you know, he's got a different know. outlook on life, and maybe he doesn't want to go back. Because he talked a lot to people and 
when he was talking outside about all you know stuff he's doing and and things like that and he just seems more i don't know relaxed if that's the word or whatever obviously coaching is a is a grind you know yeah so i mean the q and a was unbelievable i did not see or hear any of it i was too busy you know worrying about this or that like always but I did hear, I did hear, I think it was Bobby D and Jody Davis went up to the mic and said, hey, compare the Cubs of 2016 to 2000, uh, to, uh, was it 1984 team, position by position? Did you, did you, did you hear that? I didn't. No. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he went through and he said, you yeah. know, Jody Davis, I mean, uh, 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 as far as center fielders, he said, Bob Dernier or uh, Dexter Fowler, and he said, Bobby Fowler. <laughs> Bobby Fowler. <laughs> I think that was his answer. I, I'm going to take uh, Bob Dernier all the way on that one, by the way. Yeah? For sure. I'll take Bobby D because he's my friend, too. Yeah. But yeah. I'm, I'm biased, but, but you can't go wrong taking him, right? Right. right. Exactly. Speed Demon. Those guys were great at the party, too. Those guys added to the party. They did. And Paul Johnson did the Q&A. Yeah. Did a hell of a job. And uh, I want to thank our sponsors, very importantly, real quick, MK Industries. Thank you, Rick DeLuga. Airway Express, my neighbor, Randy Voss. Nationwide Insurance. Nationwide is on your side, Jeff Vukovic. Nationwide is by your side. Thank you so much. And I'm leaving out, um, uh, well, I want to thank Patel Septics for donating the septic systems. And... And Chuck Wolf. And Chuck Wolf always got the condo. He got the Rizzo condo party. Yeah. He's going to be celebrating down there, I think, the 23rd. We're trying to line that date up with him. Nice. So uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I'm forgetting one. Um, the booth. Pilar? Not Pilar. Is it Pilar? Yeah. The booth. The booth systems. You know how you go to a, you go to a, yeah, so you go to airport and you need to do some business. So they have like air conditioned booths where you can hook up to the internet and do all your business right, in a right. private office. Yeah. It's pretty cool. We need to get one of those out here. That'd be nice. That'd be cool. That'd be lovely. Are you drinking or am I drinking? I think you're the one drinking. You act like you're drinking. I should be. <laughs> Celebrating your birthday. I am. Are you going to announce? I, I did a shot. and I well, I'm, Yeah, I did my shot. Yeah. And I think I found some gunk in the bottom of my cup. I'm hoping yeah. that's just rusty old Jaeger. Yeah, I hope just so fine. Too. That's good for you. You got to make it till tomorrow. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, so o- overall, an unbelievable. I'll say what we did a little bit differently. So if you didn't come to the event, you don't know. Our VIPs, we took care of them. You know, they had private bartenders, uh, our sponsors. They had their own tables with private bartenders. We had special drinks for them. They got beautiful centerpieces. So it does pay to sponsor us. It does, and they got first-in-line privileges. And, you know, we're going to talk about them because without them, we wouldn't be so successful. Yeah. So, you know, on my birthday, on my 50th birthday, I am very proud to uh, tell everybody out there for Special Olympics, Illinois, Joe Madden, a night that did not suck and we did not suck. We raised $75,000. Take that. Take that. And I'm just saying take that because I've been like... I put more pressure on myself to perform on this event than I have in any event ever. And the bottom line was I have to break the record. I have to break the all-time record. And like I said, it helped for sure, Joe, not, not uh, you know, charging us. But 
it was our sponsors that helped out. It was all you guys buying tickets. It's all you guys buying raffle tickets, buying uh, the merchandise that we had here that night. It's because of you guys that we did that. And, you know, when I think about right now, I thought about it last night, uh, reflecting when I was driving down to see Pearl Jam at United Center. And, boy, did they rock out. Thank you, Mike McCarthy. Thank you, Eddie Gurriers from Output. And thank you for the campers that showed up for the pre-party. But I was thinking about it when I was walk- driving down there that night, William, and I was thinking to myself, you know, I wanted to do 100000 bucks. That's my goal was to do six figures. But $75,000 in the times that we are right now with, you know, the economy the way it is. And, you know, people aren't struggling out there. They don't have as much money as they used to have. And to do an event that successful out of a basement, out of a man cave, out of Club 400. And here we go. The big number is that you all want to know how much has Club 400 given away, right? Since the beginning in 2013, we are up to 800. I said it, 840 million. I wish. $840,000, William. (laughs) 840 is next. No, Mom, I'm not kidding. No, we're not going to do 840 million. million. (laughs) That is fun. That means, logistically, William. Next year. I'm thinking, well, next year, I'm just going to put it all out there. It's my birthday. I'm going to be open with everybody. Next year, we celebrate 10 years of Club 400. Wow. So, I remember. years. Let's go back real quick. Now that we covered, I think we covered most of Madden. When I but, was just uh, a young kid. When I was, <laughs> when I married Lisa in 2008, we moved to Lake in the Hills. And I started this man cave probably about a year after I moved in. Did you, people often ask, did you select this house because of the layout of the basement? 100%. And Lisa was very irritated because, you know, we'd obviously go look at models of houses. And, sure. You know, and they'd have them all decked out pretty you know, they, you know, trying to sell you all the extra upgrades too. And I didn't care about any of that shit. I was like, let me see the basement. Let me see how it's laid out, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nope, can't do it here. Can't do it here. You know, looking at the structure that I had to deal with. And when I found this house, um, you know, we still took some precious square feet away for storage, but I knew I could do what I wanted to do here. And, uh, you know, I bought this house knowing that I was going to build one hell of a Cubs man cave, but not realizing that we were going to do it, what we've done with it. And uh, I opened it on my 40th birthday. Okay, we are still hanging pictures on, a, on the walls before people were coming. Everything's brand new. And I'll just, I'll, I, one of the things I always remember, and I'm just because it's just funny, but Nathan Drummond walks in, and one of my brother's friends, Eric, and, uh, Comes in, he walks in, Stu, congratulations. Hands me a bottle of Jaeger. Bottle of Jaeger drops. Oh, you know, we're talking brand new man cave. I mean, but you know what? Honestly, I was like, don't worry. That's why we put those kind of floors in. Right. <laughs> it's not a good party till somebody drops a bottle of Jaeger. He definitely, Nathan Drummond definitely uh, put the big first spill in this place, and it was Jaeger. So, so maybe funny. that was meant to be, right? I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, 2000, my 40th birthday, show it to my friends and family. And then they all said, you have something, you need to do something with it. And uh, 10 years later, we're down here and we've raised $840,000 for charity. And I mean, the community that we've brought together, not just me, but the people that we've all met through all one another 
um, talking about all our great friends on social media. I'm not going to say names, but all, you know, we brought a lot of people together that might not be together, but, and clearly wouldn't be together if it wasn't for club 400. So that's my problem. People ask me like, what's the proudest thing about club 400 is the money you raise. And of course that's great. And, you know, helping families out and doing our program, you know, but the best thing about it is, is, um, the people that we brought together and seeing those people out at ball games together and see them at concerts together. Um, that's what I, that's what I mean. You know, if you can unify people, uh, you know, and that's the thing that that's what club for Hunter's always been a safe place. We've, you know, we've all loved our Chicago Cubs and we came here and we celebrate our Chicago Cubs and we want to get to know these players behind the uniforms and who these guys are as people so we can root for them harder. And then when they don't succeed, you know, we can feel for them a little bit instead of hating on them, you know? Right. Exactly. So, uh, no, it's been unbelievable. I mean, I can't believe it's been 10 years. I uh, put a lot of work into it, but I don't. I have no regrets. No regrets either. No. No regrets <laughs> or regrets. Hey, we're going to go on break right okay. now. And All right. Coming out of the break, okay. I got a little homage to you for, for your birthday. All right. I can't wait to hear it. Because that's what we do here. All right. Sounds good. Are you looking for something that is completely unique for your home, business, or event? Amanda at Letters from Elliot offers one-of-a-kind items that are highlighted with hand-lettered calligraphy and illustration. Whether you are looking for wedding or event items with a personal touch, gifts that are engraved, or a business logo, Letters from Elliot creates designs for nearly any occasion, specializing in event and commercial signage, as well as hand engraving. For more information, go to Letters from Elliot. That is Elliot with two L's and two T's. Baseball's America's pastime. Baseball. 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 You're listening to Club 400 Podcast, a show about Cubs fans for Cubs fans. Be sure to follow us on social media. We're active on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. another Rockette replacement for our Christmas Spectacular. Unfortunately, one of our girls was knocked up by the guy who played the Nutcracker. <laughs> but before we get going, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourselves? You, you in the blue. Hi, my name is Katie Riley. I'm super psyched to be here, and this is my first professional audition. <laughs> it's also your last, perky pants. Get the heck out of here. Next. Hi, I'm Stephanie Chance, and I'm currently performing in the Tropical Bird Fantasy at Bush Gardens in Tampa, Florida. And I can do Chinese splits on stage or in a restroom. How about in a Broadway producer's office? Yes. Huh? Yeah? Yes. Tomorrow afternoon, um, about noon? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who's next? Excuse me. I'm here for the auditions. I'm here for the auditions. Who are you? Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Sally O'Malley. I'm proud to say I'm 50 years old. I'm not one of those gals who's afraid to hide her age, unlike some other gals. And I like to kick, stretch, and kick. I'm 50. 50 years old. 50 years old. 50, 50, Okay, all right. Miss 50. 50 years old. Let's stop yapping and start tapping. All right. 
All right, let's see, line up a little bit. Here's a little, li pay attention here. There's a little something that I call stepping on the raindrops, okay? That was for you, buddy. That was awesome, dude. I'm 50 and I can <laughs> kick. So far, so good. I'm kicking. I mean, I was at Pearl Jam. I didn't get home until 2 o'clock in the morning. Was up at 7 o'clock this morning, making sure Lauren got on the bus. I can do it. Now we're getting ready for this party. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, so, like, honestly, guys, and, I, you know, this is kind of the weird situation in some ways, but honestly, um, you know, I started trying to book Sean Dunstan a long time ago, I was, before COVID, actually. And uh, we had a deal in place, and then uh, COVID hit, and then... You know, uh, he ended up moving from uh, New York to Arizona, so he needed some time to get uh, situated. And, you know, he's one of the few guys, William, who had no clue what Club 400 was about, you know. Mm. Uh, so I told him, I need you for three hours, Sean. And he said, uh, oh, man, three hours? Like, what are you talking about? I was like, no, no, it's like this is like a night where we celebrate your career. You're going you know, to have to sign autographs and take pictures with the fans, of course. But, uh, you know, we're going to have a Q&A, and we're just going to celebrate you, you know, and your career. He's like, well, you know, I really would want to bring my wife to that. And I said, yeah, we'd love for you to bring your wife. And then he's like, well, I want to go first class because my knees are bad, so I always travel first class. And he basically said, Stu, how about if we do this when I come in for the Cubs this year? You know, so uh, I said, okay, sounds good. And we tried to book more grace, too, to be honest with you. We tried to have both those guys out here as like a, you know, a pre-party. And uh, unfortunately, Mark's working for Marquee Network on Thursday night. You'll see him. Uh, I think he's doing pregame or post one of the two or both. And uh, so sh we got Sean lined up. And Maybe he'll give Sean a, a shout out on the on the game. Oh, I think he will for at sure. Sean at Club Four Hundred. I I would. You guys, I'm telling you what, our hardest booking I've ever made. So Sean basically is coming in. He's getting put in the Cubs Hall of Fame with Mark Grace this weekend, and he's coming here first. And we're going to celebrate his career. It just happens the only day that he could do it was on my birthday, which went 50 years old. Which, So, of course, we got uh, we have to have a party, you know. But unfortunately, we had to sell tickets to the party. It's uh, the first birthday party I've ever gone to in my life. I had to pay for. I know. I terrible. It. I, I love like, it. I love it. I know. I mean, we're a big show. I, no, but it was. this is like, unfortunately, like that, it, the timing worked out like that. But there's no way I could not not have Sean Dunson here at Club Foreign because if you guys know, you might know Sean's career's Dunson, his career, but I'm just telling post-career, he doesn't do stuff like this. This is automatically, guys, the best Sean Dunstan party in history. And I can say that because it'll be the only one in history. This is a night, a special night. I'm sacrificed. I don't care about my birthday. And if you're coming out to the event, the rules are this. When Dunstan's there, it ain't my birthday. This is about Sean Dunstan and his career with the Chicago Cubs. Dave Celia, the originator, the originator, the renovator, whatever you want to call it, of the Seanometer is coming here with the original Seanometer. So I called the Cubs, William. Yeah. I called our friend Pat over there at the Cubs. If you know Pat, unbelievable guy. We love you, Pat. Thank you so much. I said, Pat, I want to get the Seanometer. He said, no problem. I'll get it to you, Stu, but I got to find it. So then I contact Dave, <laughs> and I said, Dave, hey, uh, can you come to the party? You know, Sean's going to be out here. And he said, sure. Yeah, I, I can't wait. And I said, well, I'm trying to get the Sean on me out here. He goes, oh, no worries. I have it. So we're good. I'll bring it myself. So. And where's it going after it goes here? It's going to Wrigley Field this weekend. So the Sean on will be here first. Be on display. Yes. Right? He's driving it down yeah. the next day. That's so cool. But 
I mean, what a cool opportunity. To, oh, yeah. And there's been uh, more than a few guys. Mike Jewett would be one of them who, you know, says you're nobody until you get Sean Dunstan at your Is house. Is he coming? Oh, he's coming. Yeah. If he didn't, I'd beat his ass. Yeah, he ain't no doubt. And he's like, can I be ticket number one? I'm like, there's no tickets here. Just show up. You want to be first in line? Whatever, dude. But uh, we got Chris Lemke made uh, four custom bobbleheads. And I'll tell you what, he also did an unbelievable. I haven't posted any pics of, of it yet, but I will. Um, one day I was like perusing Facebook Marketplace and I saw a three foot bobblehead. It was a Sammy for seven hundred and fifty bucks. Wow! Maybe it was six or hundred. I, yeah. It was cheap. Yeah. It was cheap enough to make me call a guy. So I went out there. It was cheap. It was probably cheaper. I mean, it was three or four or five. But when I got there, I realized it was it was burnt. Like it wasn't a fire, you know. Like and so there's some significant damage to it. Face forward, you couldn't see it, but it was more like in the back. So the guy's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't post that picture. Oh, yeah, of course he didn't. And I drove all the right, way out right. to Wisconsin to see this thing. <laughs> but he goes, hey, I got two more of these, but they're in perfect condition. I have Greg Maddox number one, and he had um, another Mark Pryor. So I said, grab them. I want them. So I ended up buying all three of them. But I took this one, and I gave it the Sammy, the broken Sammy. His neck was all fucked up. And I swore. Sorry about That's that. Right. Mom, you got to beep that out. And so I gave it to Chris Lemke, and he redid a custom Sean Dunstan bobblehead. It is amazing, William. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's one of those things where I'm going to have a hard time giving it up. And like, clearly they have the same body type, so. Yeah. Sure. He put them in the classic AM 84 Blues away. Yeah, I got to get yeah. one of those. Did you see it up there when he came in today? I did not. No. Sorry about swearing there. Mom's going gonna... to be listening to this. Oh, I know. Some other she, people are going to be listening to this, too. She will be impressed that you... I mean, this is that was your first swear yeah. in, like, three shows. So you're, you're clean. That's the thing I'm excited about. Sean Dunstan's Mom, coming he's, to the he's getting, he's getting older. He's, it, he's you know more aware of what he's doing these days. See, sometimes. I'm paying attention. Uh, a, a story behind the story. How about a story behind the story? Yeah, behind yeah. the music. So Sean is coming in tomorrow, and he's going... You know, at his hotel. I love Which this. is the close hotel. Yeah. Very close to Wrigley. And uh, basically, I called him yesterday, actually. I said, Sean, I just want to let you know. Because the joke was, um, you know, Madden thought uh, Club 400 was 400 miles away from uh, Wrigley. When he was driving out. Here. Yeah, yeah. He was, <laughs> they were a little bit you know, irritated about Everybody the drive. Everybody is. Everybody is like. But it's worth it once going. they get here. Right, yeah. exactly. And we did not let him down. But I told Sean this. I said, Sean, you're going to come down. You're going to get in a car, and you're going to be in the car for a while, you know. But the good news is it's going to be a little bit of hassle on the way down there. But on the way back, you'll be back an hour. Yeah. You know? So uh, I just want to set him up for that. Right. So he knew. But it was, you know, that you know, I always think, like, I try to get to know these guys a little bit and try to, like, what could go wrong here? And, and tell, tell why it could go wrong. Like a previous thing that he did the oh, card well, signing or something well yeah 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 uh, someone else i know had uh sean at, uh, i wouldn't have brought that up william now you're bringing out no that's fine <laughs> that's fine no. because it makes this story no cool. no but he said yeah sean got frustrated and he just said i'm not i'm turning around whatever else and so i was like, oh man we don't can't have that happen yeah, yeah right yeah, that'd be kind of a disaster <laughs> i mean it would still be my 50th birthday well you know just like when mark grace didn't show up to our party right. we made it a dorothy farrell party you know hey we have backup plan a plan oh, yeah. is me so yeah. but you know uh so uh where was i going maybe were, that maybe were, that shot just kicked in you were you were gonna tell about your big idea to make sure that Sean doesn't say, hey, driver, turn around. This is too far. Thank you. And make sure he comes out here. So I don't know about you guys, but like I get, 
When I get in the shower. It's the shower idea. I knew sh- that was coming. No. You didn't even tell me that. I knew this was coming. <laughs> Do you sing better in the shower? Dude, I just, when I get in the shower, I go into another dimension, I think. I don't know if it's the hot water hit my skin or whatever. I'm going to be totally honest. I've never, like, been near you when you've been in the shower, except <laughs> one time I was over here with Lisa and Lauren, and you were singing in the shower, and we could totally hear you. Yeah. It was more I, like a half rap, half song. I've been uh, jamming a lot of Young Gravy lately. From, a lot of Young Gravy. From the great state of Minnesota. He just makes me happy and laugh, so I, I try to listen as much Young right. Gravy as I can. I'll listen to Young Gravy. That's if I'm in a good mood. I, I'm planning on waking up 50 years old tomorrow, and I'll play some Young Gravy. Nice. Start off the day because it make me happy, you know. So, uh, but uh, you'll put on your knee brace, <laughs> your <laughs> elbow pads, and you'll listen. To I'll Young gear Gravy. up for that hangover. You're telling me I'm going to be. A, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see what happens. So tell me what what which. Oh, so yeah, I was in the shower, right? And I was just like, okay, well, how can I fix this problem? Hmm, well, we do have my guy Jody Davis coming to the party, right? And I know he's coming in. He's actually in town already doing I think he did a golf event with Betsy today he for did. ALS. He, he, was, uh, he was in the same cart with Betsy. Hey, real quick, not to get up, Mongo Hall of Fame, sh- unbelievable, well-deserved, right, William? Totally well-deserved. We love Mongo. We super. love Betsy. Betsy is her pub- his publicist. Super happy that it happened while he still knows that what's going on. That's great. Yeah, and you know what? It, the right thing happened, yeah. and thank God he knows he's going in the Hall Fiddle of Fame. Fiddle number 76? Yes, yeah, 76. We should go get jerseys. You're not bad for a Vikings fan, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate and it. And what, what are we looking at for the Vikings? Real quick. Real quick. Eight and eight? 15 and two. Hey, Kirk Cousins, streamer. <laughs> anyway, this is not what we're talking about. Your idea. You're in the shower. So, Young uh, Jody, what are you doing? He's like, um, I'm not really doing anything Thursday. Oh, how about jumping in the limo? With Sean Dunstan. And driving out here with him. No, he goes, how about if I drive him? I'll pick him up. Jody said that? No, Jody said he'll pick Sean Dunstan up. Nice. So Sean doesn't know that Jody Davis is picking him up. Oh, he just thinks some random randos think, yeah, coming? Yeah, yeah, Well, oh, not, that'll that's be, Kate would be Casey. That would be hilarious. Yes. You know what would be really funny about that is if um, Jody pulls up and he jumps in the back seat. Yeah, <laughs> right. Teammates. No oh, shit. Teammates for life. That's going to be awesome. Oh, my gosh, dude. Unbelievable. Uh, I mean, that that's might, classic Club for Heart behind-the-scenes information there. Jody might, Davis is driving Sean Dunstan to the party tomorrow night. Unbelievable. Would you say that's the second coolest nah, getting from Wrigley to here story you've got? I mean, the helicopter. there's been helicopter, the helicopter rides. Was, yeah. was the best and the yeah, fire, with the fire truck. Yeah. yeah, there's been a couple of things. Yeah, but, so cool. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be an unbelievable night. Let me tell you what we got going on. No, I don't even know if we have the ticket link up anymore. If, and by the way, we were going to keep this private event, but it, everything was going on so fast. Just want to let you guys know for the confusion out there. Like we were concentrating on the Madden event, Special Olympics, worrying about that. But I did book this kind of like well, that was going on. And like I didn't want to promote two things at once. So we started selling tickets privately. And I, wasn't, I couldn't even promote it properly because, you know, like I said, it takes a while to close out on the Madden event. So then we we're like, oh my gosh, like where are we at on this? And then we, you know, we decided we, yeah, we we're, we're going to go public with this and let's promote it. And so it was, you know, pretty much a last minute news right. for a lot of people out right. there. But this should be breaking news out there for anybody. Like Sean Dunson's coming to Club Four Hundred. Like everybody should be paying attention to that because uh, it's just huge that he's going to spend three four hours with us that night. And we're going to have a Q and A. Justin Roman from our guy over there. Uh, 
we watch, you know, we were on the TV show. I beat Crowley, remember? MVP right. games. Yes. So Justin Roman's going to be doing the Q and A. Isn't he your seatmate too? It, yeah, we share season tickets now, and I love my seats. Yeah. And uh, although you don't really get to go with him. No, I don't. No, no that's true. You're we're going opposite days. We're going to try to do more next year. Yeah. We didn't go to any games this year together. You could do a two and two thing. Yeah. It's like we're enemies. So we know we're not going to see each other, but I actually love the guy. He's awesome. And Kenzie's great too. And he's bringing one of his buddies who's never been to club for a hundred. He is hosting the Q and a, and I want to say thank a lot to Rob Akusik from Chaz Herdrick. He always helps me out with this party, but uh, we kind of wanted to do like my favorite things. So one of my favorite things is the modern-day Romeos is one of my favorite things, right? I think it's time for the story of your, was it your 40th birthday? Yes. I'm a little bit confused now. You don't know what? And you know what? I'm glad you're doing your math over there because we talked about this earlier today. William, I know where you're going. Go ahead. You just told a story about your 40th party that you had here. Yeah. But now you're going to tell another story about your 40th party. Yeah. Where you were a modern-day Romeo. Yeah. So, no, we were talking about this today, and the numbers don't add up. And it just goes to show the relationship with modern-day Romeo's last more than 10 years, which sounded kind of whack when I thought about it. At uh-huh. first, but I didn't, you know, I was thinking about so many other things. But, no, I think that was my 30th birthday. That would make a lot more sense. Wow. Yeah. Yes, my grandpa would. was alive. He was there. Okay. I believe my dad was there, you know, yeah. and the whole family was there. Now but, it's coming together. Yeah. So we drive to the Cubby Bear, right? Mm-hmm. And it said, "We should." there's a picture around. So happy birthday, Stu. And underneath there, it said, modern day Romeos. And I'm like, oh, my God, look, at they're calling me a modern day Romeo. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's the best part of the story. <laughs> you misinterpreting that. I'm yeah. like, what's a modern day Romeo? Is yeah. that good or is That's that bad? Me. It yeah. sounds cool. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you'll pick up some chicks. Yeah. 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 So I remember I was dating this girl named Julie now. Now this is all coming back. But I end up going to uh, bed with my uh, friend's wife. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Oh, that's, what, that's but, no, Club for, Lisa and Jer- podcast that, that's a, that's the a Lisa and Jeremy thing. I actually yeah. went, to, went. I slept with Lisa. I think. I think we split a room over there across the street that night. But anyways, we had a great birthday, and then yeah, there's a band playing, and then obviously I'm loaded up, so I go on the stage. They welcome me to the stage. You know, usually you get kicked off or beat right, up, but they're pretty welcoming. Yeah, they welcome me up there. They let me do my thing, which I don't remember what it was. And uh, we just had a great night, you know. And now they're singing your rap song up on stage. And not, yeah. And then so like when when I when we just got the basement finished for my fortieth birthday, we hired Jim and Justin to play. And the thing about it is, is you know, for for a while we didn't have full piece bands play here, but we've changed that. Now it's all making sense, Jimmy. Because yes. Not only were you could not be in two places at once, but nor could Jimmy and Justin. So now it's all making sense. The 30 year, the 40 year. Okay. All right. So thanks for sorting that out here on our show. So now this is their third birthday with me. Wow. Yeah. And now we have the the whole, now we have the whole band here. It's been the dream since day one. And you know, I mean, I love all those guys. Those guys are amazing people. They're all different. We saw them at, uh, we saw them at the broken Oar a couple weekends ago and every one of them talked about coming out here and how excited they were. I mean, they've all been here, but. Not playing. Dude, there's gonna be some good vibes here tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be it'll be good. It's gonna be really good. So my other things uh, I wanted to add, obviously, Marty and the salsa king of Chicago is gonna be. He's got he's bringing a lot of the Mexicana sauce too, buddy. Nice. I mean, we're doing this right. But man. wait, there's more. 
What about JP? That from is Arizona? that is tent number one. Tent number two is JP is he, coming back. Is from he bringing? AZ. Is he bringing spring training here? He's bringing spring training to he, the backyard. We got the weather. We do have the weather. And we have multiple he, pizza ovens. Multiple pizza ovens. He says he's making. We are making pizza. homemade pizzas tomorrow night in the backyard. Outstanding. Yes. Unbelievable. But what if you don't like pizza? That's or, okay. Or well, Mexicali dip. What across would you do? the aisle. Across the aisle. We have one of my favorite restaurants around, a chicken wing bar. And we're going to have 450 wings outside. And somebody brought this up the other day. You're kind of screwing up the story. You should have said we're going to have 400 wings. It doesn't matter if there's 450. No one's going to count. Okay, them. so 400 wings, but we're going to have a few extra. Okay. Right. <laughs> if you want to. I just thought 450 was more impressive than 400. It is, but you, you know, know what I'm the theme of your basement, <laughs> you know, the show. Well, we're doing 250, I think, 250 bone-in. Okay. We're doing... We're doing You're like eight, do some bone in. We're doing eight flavors. Out. We're doing eight flavors. We're do, wow. obviously doing onion rings. Uh, we're doing uh, we're doing all the sides and stuff too, celery and stuff nice. like that. So I wanted a chicken wing bar, and that's what we're putting. We're putting a chicken wing bar. This is one party. You're hoping there's some leftovers. I don't think there's gonna be any leftovers. I don't think there will no. be either. But you you know you can always uh, a man can always hope and dream on his fiftieth birthday. Yeah, and then uh, we uh, on the a la carte portion of the party a la carte. Yeah, which if you came to the Justin Steele party, did you try the Smash Burgers? I was not at the Justin okay, Steele party. Okay, well, you go and, and buy a burger at this party, or maybe I'll just wait, give him the wink, wink, nod, nod, so he gives you a free one. I can it, do that. I got the wink, wink, nod, nod powers over here, William. Was that the give truck? Him a burger. Was that the guy uh-uh. with the truck? No, he was the guy that did the uh, burgers out in the uh, in the driveway. Yeah, but was he at the um. The food. Oh, it was the, with the uh, when we saw Marty. Marty? At the, yeah, yeah, at the fair. At yes, the, uh, the fair. Good farmers yes, market. Yes. Thank you, Gerard. He's awesome. Right. Okay. And he brings his wife and his kids help him. So good. And they're great people. Yeah. I told him like he can do everything. He can do pig roast. He can do everything. But, but by the way, we did invite uh, the great guys that did our pig roast for special Olympics. They killed it. So we. Inv- I wanted to make sure they were invited. Nice. They did a great job. They're, they'll be at the party. Say hi to them. They'll probably be doing Jägermeister. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan Zambon, for giving us a full case of Jägermeister, by the way. Full case. Really? 12 bottles. The mm. big ones, by the way. I kind of wish I didn't give it up. Yeah, so we're going to have... Those are going to be... And you know what I told him? I said, please, Gerard, please, do me one favor. He's going to have a small menu, maybe three, four burgers, some fries. I think he's going to do burgers and fries. I said, I want a cheeseburger in paradise. Knock it out. All right? So I said, we got a lot of Buffett fans here. And, and by the way, we also have a DJ playing that night. DJ Wild Bill is coming here. DJ's been here for prior parties. I think he was here for Schwarber, I think. We better, uh, we it, better it have does him. karaoke, by the way. We better have him play some Buffett for sure. I think so. That'd be good. We're going to have a great night, William. Oh. And you know what? But the bottom line is this, and I want to make it quite clear to everybody listening Assuming that you're probably coming to the party. Some of you aren't. And if you're not, I'm sorry that you're not coming. Uh, but my most important goal uh, tomorrow night is obviously to have a great time. <laughs> but uh, once, you know, I want to celebrate my birthday. But once Sean Dunstan walks in that door and once Sean Dunstan leaves, I want that party to be about Sean Dunstan. I want to make this about Sean Dunstan. We have before... And we have after we can celebrate my birthday. I will say, obviously, we'll probably sing happy birthday and cut cake before the Q&A. But that's it. 
I really want to throw, like, honestly. You we, truly didn't even want to have a party. for. I mean, this conversation's been going on for a long time. You did not want to do anything big for your party. No, I didn't want to have birthday. a birthday party. I really didn't. In fact, I thought about going on Facebook and changing my birthday another day. Because <laughs> I didn't really want to have a birthday. I did not want to celebrate my birthday. Yeah. I don't know if it was because I'm 50 or whatever else. But honestly, I uh, just a lot of things going on, you know. And, you uh, probably figured you got to slow the jets down a little bit once you turn 50. or No, well, you're not really. Not really no, you're really not in that mode yet. Just no. wait till tomorrow. Man, I got, I mean, I got cast iron lungs, brother. I, I mean, I, I mean, you, uh-huh. dude. Mm-hmm. Just wait. Just wait till it hurts a little bit more to get out of bed, <laughs> you know. But uh, no, my my main goal is to throw an awesome Sean Dunson party, and like I oh, said, um, we got eight by tens. We got beautiful eight by tens. You can purchase baseballs. You can purchase. Um, and my mom's uh, speaking of my birthday though. My mom's friend is making a un. Her name's Joe. You'll see her at the party. A lot of her friends are coming. I think, um, but there's going to be an unbelievable. You'll see it posted all over Facebook. An unbelievable cake. Mm-hmm. I'd like to say that I know Wayne and Kathleen Mesmer are definitely coming. We're looking forward to them. John Benedict, the organist, the Chicago Cubs. Of course, I said Jody Davis. And who else knows who's going to show up? But uh, I know it's going to be a special evening for more reasons than one. I mean, we're celebrating $75,000 that we raised, broke the all-time record, just right after we did a 7200 for Rod's Heroes. Mm-hmm. And my goal uh, at the end, by the end of the year is to give away $90,000 this year. Money given away by Club 400, that is the goal. And then we just keep reaching for that $1 million, buddy. There are some people out there that are probably unaware of what the record was. Uh, the last record was 66000 uh Anthony Rizzo. Rizzo party? Yeah. Okay, yeah, just so yeah. they know. I mean, that's a pretty significant jump, you know, and... Uh, like you said, in yeah. the, and in this economy too. Yeah, I think the economy plays a big part of it too. I mean, all, and, I mean, all charities that I know, it, the fundraising, you know, it's not like it once was. It'll come back. Everything goes in circles and cycles. But yeah, right now it's you know it's hard. You know, it's the charity game is not easy. And you know what? It seems like there's so many charities out there too. Like you know, everywhere you go, people are wanting tips and you know for this or t- charity tips, and they're just everywhere. You know. Yeah. No. It's. Totally true. But I'm proud of what we've done, man. And I'm proud of where we're going. And, you know, we'll have our 10-year uh, logo. And then I'm my plan is, obviously, in 2025, we hit a million dollars. And we celebrate a million dollars in grand fashion. And we give back to the neighborhood, which I've publicly said before. We were in a magazine in Lake in the Hills. And I said, you know, we're going to raise a million dollars and then have a party to celebrate that. And that's just going to fill in any, you know... like. We're going to probably raise, I'm, I mean, my goal uh, to, to the, the, the big party where hopefully we get some big acts to play, uh, you know, we raise at least 100000 bucks that night. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to my neighborhood. And maybe we can get maybe a match somewhere by somebody or something. So we can maybe put 200, I, I would love to put like a $250,000 project in the neighborhood. I need help to do it, but I think we can do it. Uh, but, you know, I haven't publicly say, said it, but uh, right after we get done with... Well, yeah, yeah, we actually had breaking news right now, William. This was even on my list right now. Really? Yeah. Break it. Breaking news. New event notice. Club 400 Chicago first ever event. Are you ready for this, William? Oh, I'm ready. We have already sold like six tickets, and there's only 25 tickets available. You haven't even announced it yet. 
It's on the website now. Tickets are $250. Oh, this better be good. Wait, there's only 25 tickets sold? Yes, there's only 25 tickets sold. When is it, Stu? Well, I think it's Friday, September 29th, I believe. Is that right, William? That's a Friday. Check that. I believe that's got to be right. Look at the calendar. 6 o'clock, Club 400 Chicago. That would be the 29th. You've got it. 6 o'clock, Club 400 Chicago. I won't even give the address out there. What possibly could cost $250? We have a certain Hall of Famer coming over. What? Hall of Famer? Yeah, uh, the Hawk, Andre Dawson, will be stepping into the building, man. He'll be gracing with his presence. And why is he there, William? I think you know the answer. Oh, I totally know the answer. Tell, uh, Tell the crowd. The Hawk is pushing a new product. It's what they like to call whiskey. It's a cold. little whiskey in the jar. <laughs> He's got a new whiskey. A new bourbon. A new bourbon in the shape of a baseball. Yeah. And th- th- now, so this bottle of bourbon, yes, it's in the shape of a baseball, and you're getting the deluxe better version of the bottle, I guess. It's got, like, the uh, leather thing. And Andre's going to come and sign the bottle of bourbon for you, and you're going to walk home with that bottle unopened. And which, That's a souvenir And for by you. the way, uh, Andre Dawson has arguably the second greatest signature in the history of baseball yes and he's an unbelievable guy and i can't wait to taste his bourbon i'm sure it's going to be as good as he is as a baseball player by the way it was rated 96 out of 100 wow. that's a really high rating yeah for all the all you bourbon lovers out there so there's also going to be bourbon tasting oh there's and- going to be well yeah it's cooperstown distillery they're going to be in the house they're going to uh give like a five ten minute presentation on the bourbon and how they developed it and the uh, the process of making it and you're going to get extra autographs from the hawk you're going to get a picture with the hawk hawk's going to be there to answer your questions we're going to have output wings and we're going to have pizza Here's what I want to know is... Um, and we're going to have beer, Club 400 beer. And we're going to have a lot of other stuff going on. The Cubs game will be on that night. We're playing the Brewers. It could be a big game. Ooh, it will be a big game. So we're going to let... You know, Hawk is only obligated to stay like an hour, hour and a half. I, You know, we've got the game on, the foods there. It's 25 people. Yeah, he'll stay long. 250 bucks. Like I said, you get the bottle of bourbon. You get to hang out with the Hawk. You get to watch a Cubs game. You you're going to get food. You're, you're going to get to drink that bourbon. You don't have to open your bourbon to drink the bourbon. It's going to be there to drink. You do know when you drink bourbon, you, you sip, sip it, right? Right. You're not going to do shots. You don't want to do that. Not with good bourbon. That's why I'm not a bourbon it. drinker. I can't you do sip it. it. And you got to have your pinky hanging. I'm not a sipper, dude. I know you're not a sipper, so it's a, it's going to be quite a transition. I'm not doing it. I had some up in uh, Minnesota right. last weekend. I'm changing my ways. No, you won't want to. You won't want to shoot. You won't want to shoot that stuff. No. But. No. My problem is, I saw a picture of the bottle. Yeah. I'm, I probably will never open it. Well, <laughs> I'm not outing anyone. I kind of know who it was. Okay. But um, someone cracked my bottle at the condo, and I saw it was cracked. It wasn't me. Who cracked that bottle? It wasn't me. But I do say if you're in the condo. And you can have whatever's in the condo, so it's my own fault. <laughs> well, I didn't know anybody would crack it, so I did try it. But you know what? I did shoot it like a shot because um, I'm an idiot, and I'm not a bourbon drinker. And a side note: Sorry, you guys. I am a Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, now Club 400 drinker. 
Uh, but I really am a vodka guy, vodka Red Bull guy. Oh, I'm a, knows me. I'm a vodka guy, but occasionally I like lemonade I like, too. I like a nice cranberry. Uh, and I like a nice bourbon every once in a while. But by the way, if you're in the condo and you help yourself to whatever you want, as Stu said, just be careful if you're in the refrigerator in the kitchen. You want to stay away if, if there's cookies in there. They might they might have been there for a little while. So you probably want to stay away from those. Watch out for the cookies. Yeah, stay away from the cookies. <laughs> We got a big weekend, so William, I gotta put you on the spot because everybody's Do listening it. out there, and they're like, "Wonder, like, you know, I know a lot of us are going to the Cub game on Friday. I mean, of course, we're going to the Cub game on Friday, and then of course we're going to the Cub game on Saturday, and of course we're going to see Sean and Mark Grace inducted in the Hall of Fame. It's going to be a Cubs weekend. It's a birthday weekend. The birthday weekend starts. Um, I don't know, maybe twelve o'clock tomorrow. No drinking till later on." Because tomorrow night we actually do have Special Olympics coming out, and we're going to do a check presentation for $75,000. Did I say that once, William? Did I say that twice, huh? You did, and it's worth another applause. Oh, my God, the crowd's going nuts. Am I leaving anything else out about anything else? I don't think so. I think we're going to be back next week. we got other stuff we need to talk about, and I want to keep this kind of – where are we at on time here, William? We're at an hour. All right, let's end it here, and then we'll do some extra time at the end. Welcome to the Club 400 podcast bonus time. I mean, you got to have a clip, right? (laughs) I was like, where is he going with this? We've played that. <laughs> this is the third show in a row we've played that. But remember, I don't know if you remember, you left during yes. the last podcast. Flanagan's yeah. took it over, yeah. They yeah. did. That was epic, actually. Um, I have a totally off-the-wall thing I want to ask you. Sure. Um, you said something earlier that triggered this in my head. Have you seen, do you have HBO? No. Oh, uh, no. Okay. There's a show on HBO. It's called Telemarketers. Nope. It's like three episodes. It's a true story. About these, uh, this telemarketing firm. It starts there, and the people that work there, you, you like just pee your pants watching them work. They they're smoking pot at their desks. They're, you know, playing really? baseball in the office. It's like there's no one managing them, and they're like a bunch of kids. Later on, you find out that they're um, a lot of them are people that just recently got out of jail and can't get a job anywhere else. Anyway, long short of the story is this firm, which is one of many out there, um, they pay their employees like $10, $12 an hour, and they just make calls all day long. Where they're calling to try to raise money for, they refer to themselves as a charity doing fundraising, and they say that they're representing, and if you ever hear these words from anyone who calls you, they're representing the fraternal order of policemen right. or the fraternal order of firemen or the fraternal order of veterans or whatever. What these companies do is they go in, they strike an agreement with these fraternal order people right. and make them sign a document and they say, we're going to fundraise for you. The telemarketing company keeps 90% of what they raise they give them 10%. The reason that they're they're up for that, these police and firemen and all that, right. is because they don't pay anything. They don't have to pay to have these 
campaigns go on and they just get money. So they're like, oh, we get 10. And and we're not talking about 10% of like $100. They're making millions of dollars in a short period of time making these calls. And then they keep it. They keep calling you. And uh, it's, it's, I'm not going to tell, I don't want to like wreck it for hey, anyone. I thought, uh, um, I mean, is it just three episodes and it's, it's over three. and it's over after It's that? over, yeah. Okay. But it's a, it's a must, we'll must see. watch. Okay. And I actually. I'm going to watch because, yeah, I'm a documentary guy. And it's I, my favorite genre of movies. And I actually got a call not two months ago from a fraternal order of police in Illinois. And they said that, um. We're raising money on on behalf of. They actually mentioned an officer's fallen officer's name. I don't know if you heard the story about so and so who died in displays or whatever, but we're raising money for his family and families of fallen officers. Now, given all the garbage that's gone on with the police and all that over the last several years, I'm thinking to myself, I could probably, you know. I'm a, I'm a charitable guy, so I, I probably gave him like ten bucks or something like that. Yeah, I get six to eight calls a day from these places, not just from from that, but then they take their lists, they sell their lists, and all that. I'm just pounded. I mean, I'm thank God I learned how to block callers, but it's not slowing down. It's getting more, and they can't stop it. There's so much money out there, and it's legal because they're getting these these places that they're saying who they are. They literally are positioning themselves as if they're part of the police department or part of the fire department. So it's it's very believable and it's it's actually legal. It's 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 a must see if you get a chance to do it. All right, I'll check it out. Yeah, I trust you on that. What else you got for bonus time here, bro? I would have to say um, bonus time. I think that um, you know last night I had the uh, you know I got a birthday present, early birthday present from Mike McCarthy. He gave me a ticket to see Pearl Jam. And uh, I had I've seen Pearl Jam a few times. I've seen him, you know, Wrigley Field, and I've seen Eddie play up close. And I don't think I've ever seen him in a stadium, you know. So I was really couldn't wait to. Did you say he was at the United Center? He was at United Center last yeah, okay. night. He's at the United Center on September seventh, and I'm going to comment on that in okay. a second because I'm losing some of my friends to the Eddie Vedder that night. Really? Yeah, they're choosing Eddie Vedder over me. You know what? I'll remember that when, you know, if Eddie and when he comes over here. Right. Okay. Right. So you didn't come over here. Mm, you, only can invite a limited number of people. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, unbelievable show. Unbelievable. Eddie was awesome. And I'll say, like, I am not like, you know, you know, there's obviously Pearl Jam freaking crazy people out there there's people that think eddie vetter is jesus christ you know <laughs> and uh you know i had the opportunity to meet eddie and i will tell you this out of all the celebrities i've ever met and i've met a lot of celebrities eddie is the only one that had a certain vibe about him where he i don't know it was different around him he it was the different he was he radiated coolness he's um very sincere if when he talked to you if he talked whenever he talked to anybody he Gave them 100% of his attention, you know, and, you know, listening attentively and just you could tell like Eddie is a kind soul, you know, and uh, who just happens to have a really fucking great voice and is the classic fucking rock star that he is. And I mean, who doesn't remember Pearl Jam's first album, right? Exactly. That was fucking amazing. I'm actually um, 
uh, this is for your mom. I am making a stew-o-meter. He's at five swears for the show. Just, <laughs> just saying. It doesn't count on the extra overtime. Oh, we it? can swear on the overtime? No. This right. is, you know, this is... This is Mark Grace. Mark Grace. I remember when Mark Grace walked in here. I said, "What do you want? Rated PG? Mark Grace? Rated R? The rated X or whatever? Not rated." I said, "Give me the not rated, whatever." You know, <laughs> you know there was some kids around, but you know. was he worse than? Um, no, no, nothing worse. You don't see on you know TV nowadays. Right? Was he worse than Dwight Smith? Rest in peace. Um, as far as what <laughs> swearing? Uh, no, no. Remember the podcast we did? Oh yeah, yeah. We had to do two versions. <laughs> Rest in peace, Dwight Smith. We yeah, love you, buddy. Rest in peace. So, you know, uh, so we go to the concert. Uh, we went to Output, met some campers over there. I said that earlier, but uh, awesome. Uh, so we go to the show, and, yeah, Eddie opens up a re- release. And then he, uh, after they play Low Light, and then he said, this one is for Carrie and Sarah. So I'm guessing that was, you know, he okay. played Just Breathe, you know, oh, which nice. is one of my favorites. I played that like four times on repeat on the way down there. Because I don't know if you just breathe. That's a beautiful song. Yeah, it is. That is just a special song. He doesn't do it all that much. So no matter what, all you people go on Thursday night to Pearl Jam, he did He did uh, just breathe at our show. That was our show, okay? Anybody that was at that show, that was our show. And that was a great show. And he did Better Man. He kind of ended, that was an encore. Uh, finished off with Surrender, but did he great, do- a great set list. And you know what? Go ahead. Did he do my favorite song, which is Last Kiss? No. Okay. He did not do that. What's he, your favorite? He did not do program. Daughter. What's your favorite? He did not. I like Black. Okay. You know? Yeah. That whole album. Yeah. I mean, yeah. one through ten. Yeah. There were only ten songs back in the day. When that was the name album. of the album, wasn't it? Ten? Yeah, ten. Yeah. Nice. But I'll tell you what. You know, like I said, I mean, of course, they rocked, rocked the stage up. But what I think about Pearl Jam, well, you know, I know, you know, Eddie's lyrics speak to people. And you can tell by the love of his fans to them. You know, they feel the same emotion he feels in his words. And, yeah, I mean, the guy next to me, I thought he was going to jizz in his pants, William. I thought, like, I, I was like, I was going to, I was stepping a little bit next to Mike because I was like, dude, I just never seen someone get into music like that. Mm. And he had a girl with him. So, I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I, I mean, Eddie Vedder does something to people. I mean, people he loved those guys. He was sticky then. I, I mean, I'm just saying, I was staying away from him. He was getting into it a little bit more than, you know. I was like, <laughs> than the average man. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> hey, I think uh, this brings up a great topic we should do. Uh, you know, because, you know, some people might think this is bonus time, which it is, but it's actually really appropriate to this show because if you recall, the podcast is about Cub fans. Yeah. Is there, Eddie. is there a bigger Cub fan than Eddie? No, not a bigger. Fan why did he? Him? Why didn't he sing the uh, "Take Me Out the Ball Game"? I don't know. I have no clue. Jordan Wicks on the mound. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's doing it later this weekend. Maybe he's doing it Saturday when we're all there. Yeah. I don't oh, know. Did I just commit to going? Hmm. Well, um, I mean, I'm taking off Friday. I'm just putting it out there. I'm taking it off Saturday. I'm taking. I don't know. <laughs> it's almost like you know. Well, thank God we got playoffs to think about now, but. You got right. this week, then you got one more week of baseball. And then hopefully you'll be one of the 25 people to come to Club 400 Chicago. William, you're coming down. William, you don't, I'll tell you what, you got a free free guest list. You're on the guest list. How's that? Oh, I'll be there. Maybe we'll do a quick podcast there. What do you want to do that Ooh. with Andre Dawson? Ooh, that'd be cool. Why don't we do a quick, I'm going to ask if we can do that. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. cool. 
I'm just trying to think. We'd have to go early, set the stuff. We don't yeah, need. We don't need. Right. We don't need any sound. We could talk like this, and people could listen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We did. We did a podcast down there. Right, let me see yeah. if we can do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. That. Ooh. Hey, Andre Dawson, show up to my party tomorrow Ooh. night if you're out there and you're listening. I know he's not. Whatever, but <laughs> whatever. Mark Chiller should bring him over here for crying out loud. He's coming. Why isn't he bringing him out here? Maybe he is. I don't know. Maybe he is. It's Maybe there's a couple surprises in store. I don't know. Maybe people are asking know. me who's coming. I did get some declines today. Mm. And I'm getting a lot of declines. I'm starting to wonder if there's declination going on or if something going on. <laughs> but, you know, we're going to see what happens. And uh, I, I, like I said, it's going to be a fucking blast. Well, I did. That's six times. I did have one person ask me if, obviously, there's a Cubs game going on. Um, it's also the opening NFL football. of the National Football. We're going to have the games on. There's only one, but yeah, I hear yeah. I mean, here's the thing. We're going to have the basement's fully open. He's, by the way, everybody, he just gave me the wrap up sign. Now he's like, now he's doing the ha ha ha. Yeah, now the shoulder shake. Oh, yeah, the shoulder shake. Okay. <laughs> you don't tell people when I give you a signal. I just. This so is you, extra time. I'll, I know, but I'll you co- still. Okay. I agree. I'll tell him if I want to. It's my birthday. <laughs> I'm going, my goal actually is to be in bed by nine o'clock tonight. Well, then we definitely need to wrap it up. <laughs> I'm going to have one thick more. Thick one. Okay. One more. I'm not doing any work tonight. I told Tommy Skinner, God bless his soul, he was going to come over and work tonight. I said, we're not working tonight. We're going to... Uh, we, all we got to do is fill some coolers up. I got everything in place. Everything's set to happen, man. And uh, so I'm not too worried. I'm not sweating over this one. I'm just... Uh, like I said, I want to have a good time. I want everybody here... To, that's coming here to have a good time and realize, uh, yeah, you're in for a special night. Now, we frequently sing happy birthday for others on the show. I'm not going to do it solo. Thank you. Because I normally do it with you. But Oh, look who just walked in. Maybe she'll join me. Wait, oh, well, let's bring Lisa on yeah, real quick. She's never bit. come on the podcast. She hasn't. No, no she's, she's coming on real quick. It's your birthday. It's his 50th it's my, birthday. You're not going to come on the show for my 50th. He's turning old. Come on, real quick. You we'll, missed, a, we'll ask you a few quick questions. You missed earlier It'll when be said he was going to stop drinking once he turns 50. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking you're not thinking about it. Ladies and gentlemen, Lisa McVicker, finally, in bonus time of the 50th birthday show. Lisa, what, what, how do you feel about your uh, old man turning 50? Uh, it'll be nice he can no longer make fun of me that I'm so old and he's not. Okay, that's good. Why do you do that anyway, Stuart? I love being two years younger than her, William. <laughs> I just, I'm going to be honest with everybody out there. She's, what, what time is it right now, William? It's 721. So she's got four hours and 19, or 50, 49 minutes. Of you in your 40s? That's it. That's it. It's over. Time is running your short. Your life is going the other William way. says my hangovers are going to be worse. You're, you're, you do know it's called the back nine for a reason, right? So, Lisa, tell us what, I mean, seriously, like, you go to work, deal with the stresses, and then you come home. And deal with the stresses. And then there's hundreds the stress of really people starts. at your house. <laughs> what do you think when you're driving home? Because you, you already know not to call me because I'm going to be going crazy. But I know you do sometimes. But what are you thinking at that moment, Lisa? I'm thinking. Close to the mic, please. Is there a nearby street that I can turn around in? That's what I'm thinking. Wow. That's good stuff. That is good stuff. So, 
Go ahead. I think we're going to have some of the Mead family here tonight. I'm excited. Really? Mom and dad are coming out. Brothers. Wow. Two of the brothers. Really? Yeah. Oh, my we're gosh. Gonna good, it's gonna be, we're going to have a good night. Yeah. Oh, there's no doubt about that. The plan is to behave, William. Right. <laughs> That's the plan. Behave until the technical time of the party ends, and then we'll party on for the after party. The plan is to go to Stone's house. Friday morning, he's got a limo going, which is freaking nice. Casey. Oh my God. Nice. Casey, I'll be calling you right Are you working episode. Friday, Lisa? I am working Friday yeah, me, like normal Me too, do, like normal American have workers. Their own like schedules that they make themselves. Lisa, I just want to let you know, so you know, we are going to break the all-time record for sleepovers t- tomorrow night, so you know that. <laughs> and there's like six guys sleeping over here already. Can you put out some extra blankets? Are they are they sleeping down here? Yeah, they've they're talked about reserving which chair they're in. Oh. Yeah. We better plug those. You in. know the Crawleys, the Martys, the. You might want to close the door up there so you don't hear Marty upstairs. As long as Bill Watts is not driving, you should be fine. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, thank God, this is bonus time. I am not going anywhere if Bill Watts is driving. I don't care if he's taking me to get my uh, lotto ticket cashed in in Springfield as it's worth two million bucks. I ain't going with him. Nice. I, I won't make it there. Well, we do have to wrap it up. She's not here right now, but I got one more little thing for you, Lisa. Your daughter. There's three hours and thirty nine second minutes now. Ready? This is your daughter. Go Cubs, go. Go Cubs, go. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are going to win today. Go Cubs, go. Go Cubs, go. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are going to win today. You can't beat that as an ending. Oh, it's the best. Leave it right there, William. All right, you got any last words? No, I don't have any, but you know what? I'll say this. This is a 40-year-old. I'll say this, like 40-something. Tomorrow just happens to be the day that someone decided that 365 days made a year and 60 60 seconds made a minute and a minute, you know, made 60 to have an hour, okay? It means jack and shit, all right? It means nothing. As long as you feel, like, that's what I, I recognize is, like, your heart and soul never grows old, you know. Your body might wear down and tear down, tear you down, but if you got your body, then you got your heart and soul intact, it doesn't matter how old you are. I love you're talking yourself out of getting old. I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right, we're coming back next week. We're coming back next week. We got exciting news for you. You know, we're, 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 you know, we're always moving, changing, going in different directions. I expect by the time we go on the... That, that particular show, Andre Dawson, will be sold out, and we're talking about a great bourbon party coming up at Club 400 Chicago. William, I honestly cannot tell you how excited I am to bring a little piece of Club 400 to Club 400 Chicago into an event that makes so much sense. I mean, we're talking 25 people, a Hall of Famer, Andre Dawson. You get a beautiful bottle of bourbon that if you don't drink, you put on your shelf, and this stuff's supposed to get better with age. This is like one of those aging bourbons, so... You know, they say, let it sit, you know, and this will be like the Andre Dawson, you know, 2023 version and, you know, 28, whatever. They plan on doing this for a while. So, uh, but this is the first year and uh, they want to get feedback 
And I am not the man to do that. I am the man to give feedback on, you know, what maybe the best brand of gummy is. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very very confused about that now after the Michigan run. Lisa Lisa just waved her head in disgust. Another story for another bonus time. Well, we love you guys and appreciate you. But honestly, guys, uh, you know, like I said, time doesn't mean anything. I think... uh, you know, I don't, like I said, uh, I'm happy to be 50 years old, but I, I, I plan on the next chapter of my, of my life to, to be the defining moment of my life and to be the best chapter of my life. So I don't feel like I'm reached the end yet. I think I'm just starting a new beginning, and I'm looking forward to the future we're and just, what's going ahead. We're just hoping. Lisa's, look at, look at her face. We're just hoping you can focus a little better. So <laughs> anyway. like, Can you stop being so crabby all the time? Happy birthday, brother. We love you, Thank and you we'll so party much. with you tomorrow. I can't wait. Love you all. Can't wait to see you. All right. Drive safely. Then I think about the good times down in 